0: I'll continue reading from Frithjof Schuon's Travel Meditations. It can happen that through some inward folly, we provoke our neighbour to some outward folly. How foolish he is will depend on how foolish we are. All evil ultimately comes from men's having forgotten their being, They no longer repose in pure being. They are no longer conscious of it. Rather, they are completely yoked to their doing and they let things pull them and push them this way and that. Men do not even know any longer what existence is nor do they know that they carry a skeleton about with them and that they are locked up in the prison of their five senses. Still less do they know what lies in the center of their souls, namely the kingdom of heaven and the glory of God. And that they have only to go through a door to escape from the noise of the ego and the world and to be in a golden quietness. Rest in being and trust in God. Live inwardly and trust in God. Rejoice in being and in the inward and trust in God. Rest in being, not in doing, not in change. Live inwardly, not outwardly, not in forms. Rejoice in being and in the inward, not in doing and in the outward. The harmony between consciousness of being and inwardness is joy. I'll repeat that. The harmony between consciousness of being and inwardness is joy. Breathing out symbolizes consciousness of being. Breathing in symbolizes inwardness. Man's customary play of thoughts is not being, but doing and existing, escape from being and severance from being. It is movement, not essence. The play of thoughts is not what is innermost, not pure consciousness, not innermost witness, not centre, but form and outwardness, hardening and scission, duality and not unison. The play of thoughts is joy in this or that, not joy in being nor in the center the innermost joy in things not joy in joy men flee from being and self they veil pure being with existence and action just as they veil the innermost self with the ego and with things but with God is pure being which reconciles all opposites. We have to realize an equilibrium between finite and infinite. This equilibrium can only proceed from the infinite, only be determined by the infinite. The finite, the creature, cannot find the equilibrium, has no scales of measurement for it, For these scales of measurement could only come from mercy. A hundred years ago, some poet racked his brains over some worthless play. Somewhere in the world, someone is dreaming of success. A statesman is greedily absorbed in some petty project. Yesterday, a Zen monk swept the floorboards in Kyoto and today, quite near, a cricket chirps in the grass. The world is mad. One might object that every being, every man, is so completely locked into a narrow world of experience, in a picture book, in a dream. Yes and no, and in a certain sense, absolutely not. I have seen venerable men in whom one could perceive no trace of being locked into a dream world, nor any trace of aridity. They looked as if they had experienced everything that can be experienced, and as if they were conscious of all possible limits, and of the unlimited.